Hello, and welcome to Rabbit Troop Sucks. Today, Mike and I are joined, and I am Paul, are joined by our friend Nemo, and she is making our her debut uh, with Rabbit Troop Sucks as we cover Double Dragon from 1994. And I'm really glad, Nemo, that you just told me that you did not know Double Dragon was a video game until right now. <laughs> yes, 100%. Um, <laughs> This was before my time, so... Um, this is before everyone's time. Yeah. This is a, a time, time before, before time. time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so... A little, throwback there for you. Yeah, was that American Rickshaw? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so uh, I came up with the idea of uh, having Nemo as a guest. Not that we didn't have ideas of guests, but one thing that I wanted to know, Nemo, uh, to note, I should say, is... Before we were going through movies that might have suited you, I said, if we have a movie, and I put this in the notes of my phone, that is listed as Hunky Boy Smoke Show, I want Nemo to be on this podcast. And clearly going forward, Hunky Boy Smoke Show is the movie uh, stylings that you're going to watch. And you got double in Double Dragon, two Hunky Boy Smoke Shows of, of the time era. Uh, I don't know if that holds up to you or for you, but... Uh, it does not. Yeah, I'm guessing it does not. Actually, it does. Nice. <laughs> yeah, like, I was pleasantly surprised. You know, I I see how they are now, and then I was like, oh, younger. I yeah. like it. Are they still are they still hunky guys now? Well, okay, one, Scott Wolf, I think most people would know from Party dead? 5. Not no, at all. No, he's not dead. And uh, Mark, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, who no plays Jimmy... Is from Iron Chef. He is the nephew and the host of Iron Chef um, and looks nothing like he does in this movie, but he is the host of every Iron Chef. I've never seen Iron Chef. Yep. Oh, he will start like, my great uncle, you know, started Iron Chef. Amazing. And he has a shaved head now and he looks older and I never knew it was the same person. So it's it's bananas. (laughs) All right. And, Um, And Double Dragon is based on a video game. Yes, and I will say uh, he looks good with or without hair. So I was like, okay. okay cool. And, and before uh, Mike arrived, I told Nemo uh, a movie all three of us saw together in 2009, Ninja Assassin, is currently on sale. And I was like, wow, we should just pick that up while on sale and just go back and watch it. But it is currently on sale. Excellent. Yeah, that <laughs> that, that that movie is actually how I met you, Nemo. Yes. Um, and that started our, our year-long trend of... Terrible martial arts movies with hunky guys. Yeah, and on a side note, uh, this also started when I saw Ninja Assassin was on sale. There's so many ninja movies on Tubi. I just started favoriting all of them on IMDb. So we have a ninja marathon. So basically what you're telling me is Hunky Boy Smoke Show held up through Double Dragon. Yes, it did. That's fantastic. Um, (laughs) But then I was also like, why am I doing the martial arts stuff? Like, what is this about? Like, I, I was very excited to be invited to this. And I'm like, but really, we got to go with the Asian theme? Correct. I I did not go with an Asian theme on purpose. <laughs> I went with Hunky Boy Smoke Show. <laughs> I'll take that. But we're also probably going to do a lot of ninja movies because you seem to be into ninja movies. and I'm into anything martial boys. arts. Yeah. <laughs> okay. With that being said. So I, I think, yeah, what you're leading to us to believe is uh, Robert Patrick is the winner of the Hunky Boy Smoke Show for you with hair and all. I, I'm going to try to convince Mike to get that as a haircut. Okay. As long as I can get the jacket also to go with it. <laughs> well, Nemo and I will help you pay for whatever you need to Excellent. make that that's ensemble what I, that's what I like to, to complete the ensemble. 
Yeah, so Double Dragon is based on a 1987 video game, which is crazy. Uh, I do have fond memories of playing this game in the arcade. Um, I was never very good at it, so there's not like really award-winning moments or anything like that for me to tell. I, I hated this game. I, th I was I sucked at it. It, I, it was it was not for me. I remember it, playing it more on like a at-home console, so it's unlimited continues. Even I mean, even then, yeah. I mean, this game this game is pretty brutal, and it's definitely going to be one that sucks up your quarters. But then we lead into, and in what I'm guessing is probably one of the few times we'll be having a. Uh, uh, reviews on movie adaptations of video games because usually they're just so terrible as anyone knows um, but the summary of this film are or is two brothers have half of a powerful ancient Chinese talisman an evil gang leader has the other half and determine and uh, determines to get the brothers half and have a complete medallion so he could gain absolute power and Were they actually meant to be brothers in this? They, yeah, they said that, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. They, the, a lot of family resemblance. <laughs> yeah, there is no family resemblance uh, whatsoever. But yeah, they know you know, your dad was lost, and you know, there's a whole thing, you know, your dad gave me this medallion, and okay, you don't remember this. I, I zoned out a lot of this movie. <laughs> okay, good times. <laughs> I mean, I watched it pretty late at night, and I was not, not sober. Sure, you didn't you didn't catch Andy Dick for one minute as no, a small caster. I, I did catch Andy mm -hmm. Dick, and also Vanna White and uh, George Hamilton playing. Those, those are some of my favorite parts. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> I, I did one thing I will say about this movie. This movie absolutely sucks, but I, I like some of the imagery of L.A. where it's like everything's being held up by weird pipes and stuff. I thought that was kind of fun. It's post post apocalyptic. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. takes place in like 2007, I want to yep. say. And I was like, I don't remember that happening no. in 2007. So, and then it <laughs> was the it earthquake that caused everything to like be like that. Yeah, which is much different because before we started recording, I forced Nemo and Mike to watch the opening of the arcade sequence of the actual video game. And the opening sequence is a girl is just hanging outside a building and four or five dudes walk up to her, punch her in the stomach throw the or throw her like a sack of potatoes over their shoulders and walk off then a garage door opens and Jimmy and Billy pop out and then just start beating ass along the way and that's the video game mm -hmm. nothing to do with some kind of post apocalyptic fallout nothing about water problems and goo yeah and that would have mutations. actually made more sense and been a more cohesive plot than what we are about to get into I am gonna mount a defense on this movie rewatching it I do not think this movie is as bad as everyone makes it out to be. I mean, it has like a three point something on IMDb. Counterpoint: It is that bad. It is, yeah. I don't feel I don't feel it's deserving of that three point whatever. We we've watched movies that are also in that three point or lower four area, and I think this movie is better than some of them. I'm not saying this movie's great. I'm just saying a three something is. Okay, is is pretty rough for this movie. There, I mean, there are some fun moments of this movie. It, it was it was watchable, unlike, <laughs> yeah. unlike some movies that we have watched. Yeah, and I know it just opens up with PG thirteen for foul language, smoking, and violence. And my first thought was, those were the days. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like that's what PG thirteen is now. You could do anything at PG thirteen. Yeah. Um, so the, the the video game opens up with a woman getting gut punched. The movie opens up uh, with what I thought was like an ancient Chinese village fight, but it just turned out to be now. I also thought this was like a thousand years <laughs> right. ago and this was going to be the story of the medallion. But right. it's like, but then like <laughs> some guy has a cell phone. And it's like, Hey, we got the thing. Like, oh, okay. Wasn't it a gal? 
What? Yeah. Oh, like sexy assassin. Yeah. The, sexy henchman. Yeah. Yeah. She. Lash. She was. Uh, was is that her name? <laughs> yeah, I completely like, spaced that it's out. Like, it's like Linda Lash. Okay. Does she know Lash Larue? <laughs> yes. Is that her daughter? Oh yeah, it's because she had a whip the whole yeah. time. Yeah, and I think that is her character's name in the video game. But yeah, it's Linda. Wait, wait, did I get her? Linda Lash. Is Lash yeah. some kind of slang for a whip that I didn't know about? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great. Whiplash. Please. Shh. Someone's at my door. Yeah. <laughs> They're gonna wait. Um. Yeah, that, so that that was weird. They, yeah, she like beats some old guys up and uh, then takes the medallion from a statue or the the half the necklace or whatever the the MacGuffin in this movie is. Yeah, it's it's we we quickly find out that it's half the medallion that has been tucked away secretively, but not so much. They clearly found it uh, right away. Right. Yeah, <laughs> they went like, to the cave and right. like, there so, it is. It's like you'll never find it. It's hidden, and then it's like it's on an ornate statue in like this temple. Like no, that's that's where I would have put it. Get right, and it's also like four monks, and I don't want to like downplay monks in general. But it's not like the martial artist kick-ass monk. It's the monk who's going to run away, away from the cave, away from the medallion. Or one monk just straight up leads the right. woman to the medallion and hides next to it. So, mm-hmm. bold move. Yeah, they didn't practice that. <laughs> Take that, Shadow Ninjas. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, so, now we, we're back in uh, New Angeles, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sexy Henchman gives uh, the T-1000... Uh, yeah, we have not established this. The villain yeah, oh, yeah, is the, Robert Patrick. The villain is Robert Patrick, uh, Special Agent Doggett. He's got a like a weird zoot suit kind of thing going on. And, you, could look, you could look at the picture, and, Andrew. Yeah, and like a high top blonde <laughs> fade thing. <laughs> yeah. He looks he looks great. He's he's the hunky boy smoke show we've got. Um, <laughs> I knew it. And he opens up the box and it's like he there's only half the thing. He thinks there's he thinks they have the whole medallion. Uh, it's only half, and he's super pissed. But he, you know, he he puts it in his hand, and then he like turns into a, a like a black and white piece of paper and like floats <laughs> yeah, around for some reason. Yeah, cut up. I thought it was a shadow. I think it was what a shadow would have been during that time. That was the best they could do. Yeah, shadow was wise. that nineteen ninety four shadow style? Right. Well, it's like a normal looking movie, and then he turns into like a Who Framed Roger Rabbit cartoon shadow. Um, yeah, that was. That was fun. Yeah, and he's really angry about this, too. I do want to highlight that these powers kind of go back and forth. This power makes him pretty much invincible, but the second piece of the medallion would be even sweeter. We find out that one medallion controls the body and one controls the soul. It appears that he has this soul half, and he could do all this mystic stuff, and he's really not happy that he doesn't have the other half, but who the hell cares? You could probably wreck shop with this pretty quickly. And he's like, I can't do anything until I find the second half. I'm also not super clear on what his ultimate goals for all of this were. Oh, he later reveals that he is now just going to run Los Angeles, new Los Angeles later in the movie. That's just his ultimate goal that he's just going to run it. Wasn't he doing that presently? Not, not, uh, not into the (laughs) official capacity that he wanted. Cause it seems like he's doing okay. Well, because eventually he breaks through into like all the different gangs in Los Angeles. That's the gangs yeah. were fun. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. He, like, he gets them together like the Joker. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those fucking gangs. It was like the clowns and the the baby boys and the. <laughs> oh my god! I was like, yeah, the they're clowns? all. It was a bunch of doo-wop yeah, groups. Was like the, mo- yep. the Mohawks yeah. and the clowns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, but now we find out who has the other half of the medallion, and it's a woman. Is this their mom? I no. thought it was a sister. Nope. Who is it? It's just some. It is, it is a woman that worked with her uh, with their father. That's what I've got. She's referenced as like their guardian or something yeah. at some point. I didn't. Know. 
Your dad promised me, or I promised your father, that I would keep the medallion safe, just like I would keep you boys safe. She says something like that. Yeah. Like, All right. Yeah, Satori? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's got the other half of the medallion, and we're brought to a karate tournament where Jimmy and Billy, who are the both the leads, yeah. uh, are in a tag team match, and they try to and fail and quickly establish that Billy, who is Scott Wolf, is kind of the more the rambunctious one. He's the wild one. And this is a storyline that maybe is brought up twice in this film yeah. that that ah, you're the risk taker and you know you need to calm down. And uh, basically they're tag teaming and his clownery uh, basically gets them both uh, disqualified from the match, even yeah. though they were about to win it. So is Nemo, is there tag team karate matches? Is that a real thing? No. Okay. But I will say um, in the whole karate match thing, how he begins it when he was trying to like fight the other team when Scott was like getting all rambunctious or whatever, he says, eat some fists. Oh, he, he's got the one liners like, left and right. Look at that. Yeah, it's so it's worth pointing out here. I think Scott Wolf's stunt double probably has more screen time than Scott Wolf. Sure. Because anytime any even light martial art happens, it is not Scott Wolf because he cannot do any sort of karate. He he has like a three stooges karate style where every time he has to fight someone and it clearly has to be him, he basically just like slaps them or knees them in the chest. Um there he the other guy, Mark. Damascus or whatever the fuck his name is. Yep. Like he is actually clearly a talented martial artist yeah. and also a much better actor. You will also find him in John Wick. Which, yes, which he's one of the assassins. He's one of that's the assassins right. in John Wick. That y'all. doesn't narrow that down. That, John Wick Three. John Wick Three. Here's the third one. We well, yeah. know that everyone in that movie is in his house. I, I knew I saw him recently in something. Good call, Nemo. Yep. I was like, where did I see him wow. recently outside of an episode of Iron Chef? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Well, it was really weird years ago when I was like, wait a minute. And it just clicked in. Like after a hundred episodes of Iron Chef, I was like, I've seen this guy somewhere. Oh my God. He's one of the people in Double Dragon. That's a hell of a resume. It, yeah. Which we'll, also, which we'll soon get to Alyssa Milano because oh this, this, was, this, was, this was not an upgrade to her career in any capacity. This was... This was she lost a bet and someone came and collected. I was trying to figure out if this was pre-charm or post or like during charm because I was like, why is this happening? Right yeah, now? it has to be. It's not post. So it, yeah. is it before or, when or, did or, start? Dur or uh, during? That's what I was thinking. I'm on it. When, when did charm start? <laughs> yeah, she charmed was 98. So this is four years before charm. So thank God Alyssa Milano got onto charmed and off of this. <laughs> But yeah, so they, they lose. And so what we see in uh, kind of a, a major point that they do try to establish is there are a lot of earthquakes happening in New Los Angeles. And I like that there's uh, people actually jacking up the ceiling to keep it steady. And then we get to this weird commercial about Jack City. Do you remember this? <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah, this is like one step away from Rick and Morty, where it's like, ah, your building falling down called Jack City. We'll jack you up. You go anywhere else, you're getting jacked. Like, and I was like, that's that's really funny. Um, side note, I just saw, because this kind of reminds me of this like weird commercial fallout. This reminds me of The Running Man. They, it was oh, like, sure. Like, yeah. like climbing. Have you seen Arnold Schwarzenegger's Running Man? It's written by uh, Stephen King. He wrote it under a different name. Uh, a Richard Robert, Bachman. Richard Bachman, yeah. Uh, and Arnold Schwarzenegger is in the future on a game show for his life. 
Oh, we should totally watch this. And I just found out it's being rebooted. I was like, uh, by Edgar Wright of Baby Driver. And, you wow. know, is Kevin yeah. Hart going to be in it? Oh, my God. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Kevin Hart's going to be in everything. But it did remind me of that with these commercials. And then Mike noted that we had George Hamilton playing himself and Vanna White playing herself mm-hmm. as two news correspondents for like whatever the, the local uh, news is with Andy Dick as the smog caster. <laughs> and they, oh, they are throughout all of the movie. So there's two things established. One, that the city is in ruins. There's tons of earthquakes. And by this newscast, that there is a curfew. And we, uh, I mean, basically just to highlight what they start here, but what is quickly established is there is a curfew and there's a bunch of gangs. The gangs apparently respect... I guess for some reason <laughs> I, that I they're a, not going to commit crimes during sun up. I had a note about that. That just seemed weird. But sundown, it's the purge, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> like, like the cops, like even the cops, we ain't going out there. We have a deal. Like everyone's like, we have a deal that you just go home when the sun is down and everyone does whatever because this is now a lawless land and whatever whatever happens happens. It also seems like that it would be really easy to wipe out that particular kind of crime because you they're all just in their houses during the day. You know where they're at. Sure. <laughs> like they're just in the big warehouse that they all for some reason rent out. I also feel like they basically just have to cross a bridge. It's like they like don't go over the bridge. Okay, so, sun's down. Uh, right. Well, but you bring up warehouse, but I feel like with like Billy and Jimmy and their guardian, they were in a theater. <laughs> yeah, they, like, they were in a living dope in a ass theater. Yeah, yeah, in a theater that was an obstacle course <laughs> during that whole fight. Oh, thing. yeah. I was yeah. like, wow. It was like the karate double dare theater of death. Yep. Well, we're, we're not there yet. They're, no, so they're, no, they're, we're tr- not there they're yet. trying to get home. They're trying to get home in their gigantic station wagon that has like a trash can taped to it with flames coming out of it. Yep. Uh, it's like being driven by. Like trash, they're burning trash in the inside. I don't know. I I wasn't clear on how the car yeah. I, I I thought that was like a a Mister Fusion moment from Back to the Future because right. like, can't you go any faster? And he's like, yeah, I started like newspaper, <laughs> and it's it's. So Mr. Fusion was on top of the DeLorean. This is in the middle of the council of a car, like a flaming lava pit, just consuming all that goes into it, and they're just putting in like newspapers and like I don't. Plastic cups. Right, dead rats and stuff. <laughs> right. And they're trying to go faster. That's how you do it. Go fast. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got to. And they do it. And then they get away from people who are chasing them. Except for that really big guy with his bigger truck. You mean Bo a Bobo? Yep. That's right. Yeah. And then we're later going to get steroid version of <sighs> Bo a Bobo. <laughs> yeah. He's he's chasing after him in like a big, it's like a video game truck. Um, th- he catches him though, doesn't he? Yeah. Well, no. They crash in an alley. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. But the whole time I was just thinking, I was like, so we're doing Mad Max stuff? Is that what? Mad Fury? What? Yeah, it, it, it totally looks like Mad Max. Thank you. Yeah, it yes. does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, he's they, part of the Mohawk gang. Right. Yeah. So, they, yeah, they, they're out after curfew and they're trying to get away from Joe Qdoba. What was his name? <laughs> Bo Aboba. Bo Bo Okay. <laughs> yeah, so basically they zoom off, but they crash into like a wall, car, whatever. Right. But Bo Abobo in his monster truck and with his Mohawk crony, they get stuck in the alleyway. Right. And then they jump out and uh, we get one of my favorite uh, uh, Billy moments. Hey, Broomhead, we're going to sweep the floor with you. Or with your skull. Hey, Broomhead, we're going to sweep the floor with your skull. <laughs> and you get a lot of one-liners like that throughout the movie. Yeah. So they're, they're kind of getting ambushed a little bit. But then uh, this is where we first meet Alyssa Milano, 
who pops in to save the day. Yeah, she's apparently like the leader of a resistance group, which we later known are known as Power Core. I love Power Core. I like how I like how Power Core has like branded merch. Like they all have Power Core <laughs> enamel pins, and she has like a belt buckle for some yeah. reason. Who's making this stuff? It's a pretty pretty high end organization. Yeah. Also, let's talk about it, Melissa Alyssa Milano here. Yeah, she is, is like. If you close your eyes and I'm like, dress someone in the 90s, she just got dressed in the 90s. Yeah, she, she she has pants that are somehow impossibly tight, but also super unflattering. And and baggy. Like, yeah, yeah. they're like tight on sides right. and baggy. Then open in areas. They're like chaps. In kind, kind. And she has, for some reason, Eminem's haircut. Yep. Um, yeah, I don't. It was I, just bleach blonde. Everyone, that's the end. It wasn't just. Well, it was what? It wasn't buzz cut. It was definitely like no. pixie-ish. Yeah, it's like when there's way too much product in it. and It's the lead singer of Everclear. If yeah. That- <laughs> so it, it's, it's most people from the 90s. <laughs> yeah. Which later we find out that uh, she is keeping this secret from her police chief father that she's the head. And she manages this by just putting on a wig. <laughs> that her father never knows that she's just wearing a wig in the house. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they're like, oh yeah, you know, you guys want to fight us? And then uh, Bo Abobo backs off like, no man. And his little crony is like, oh, we got to get out of here. And they're like, yeah, we're tough. And they turn around, there's like 40 people led by Alyssa Milano. And we learn it's uh, the power core. And they're they're here to help everyone. And Alyssa Milano, her character's name is Marion. She's like, we gotta go because it's after curfew. And this is what happens when people do things after curfew. Right. She also kind of implores the, the brothers to help join the Power Corps because they, you know, they could be an asset. But they're like, no, that Power Corps is lame. This also establishes that Billy uh, has something for Alyssa Milano's character. Like, they're kind of flirty and they're like, oh, like, maybe I would <laughs> work with you. For <laughs> Yikes. I, I read trivia that they were dating uh, right after this movie. That's a shame. Yeah, uh, Alyssa Milano, let's upgrade your career and choices <laughs> going forward. But yeah, uh, I, I note this because at the end of the movie, Jimmy tries to get involved with this situation. Which I thought was super weird, but it is clearly established that Alyssa Milano and Billy are probably going to date, or they're flirting, or they both have feelings towards one another. Uh, And at no point in time is Jimmy involved with any of this until the last five minutes of the movie. Well, I feel like that was somewhat hinted. I mean, it might be me being a gal looking into this, but like every time she turns around, the guys definitely had their eyes on a specific area. Y'all don't uh, remember that? Oh, they're they're looking at her ass constantly. Yes. Oh, the really? Whole, yeah. Really? I write. I have twelve <laughs> pages in notes. <laughs> yeah, no, that was like every single time because that happened when we first get uh, introduced to her, and then it happens a few more times when they like start interacting and then like trying to come up with a plan. Yep, every single time. So oh, yeah. the, to their defense, maybe they were just like, even for the '90s, these pants are terrible. <laughs> Yeah, they, that's what they were. All <laughs> yeah, that's what they were thinking. Maybe they were checking that. out her dope ass power core belt buckle. <laughs> the merch. Yeah. Like, Damn. Where, 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 where do I where do I buy this merch? Is it, they have like a threadless shop for that or something. <laughs> um, fuck. <laughs> oh, so this is the they get they get they get to their weird theater house, and then this is where we jump into uh, Santori time. Just spends five minutes of exposition explaining what this movie is about. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. So we don't really know when their father died, but it seems very convenient that now that this other half of Medallion has been found, 
Satori is like, I'm gonna tell you everything that I've not told you, but I'm gonna tell it to you right now. So basically your father died and gave me this medallion and I promised that I'll look after the boys and the medallion and this medallion has this power and we, uh, you know, dark forces are aware of it and they're already looking for it. So I just need you to know all that. And they're like eating like cereal for dinner. They're like, what? what? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Yeah, it's very, it's very, very easily put together all within, I don't know, three hours of the other half of the medallion. And she, from what I've gathered is their father probably has been dead for years, months, like a while. A bit, probably. Right, yeah. and she had any point in time to tell them any of this, and it is just right now. Yeah. Okay, good, good, yeah. good. Because then we're, boom, right at Robert Patrick's lair, Koga, uh, and he is reviewing, uh, I don't know, stuff. I have, like, uh, Linda's, Linda Lash is there. Uh, she brings Bo Aboba because he failed. Uh, he saw that there was, they had this piece of technology that did scan and they did find that the boys had half this medallion. Um, and that's that's kind of all we I get. And then it cuts right to the news that Madonna splits from dating Tom Arnold, that's which I really appreciate. Oh, they, they give Joe Qdoba like oh, some weird steroid shot in, his, in the weird lab. Because he yeah. failed to he failed, capture yeah. the Lees. Yeah. Which I think that that was I was also confused. I'm like, how how do we know the Lees have the medallion? Like, I know they were reading on the screen, which I'm like, that is some decent technology. Yeah, all. like that's cool because they were reading the license plate. I'm like, oh, this belongs to the Lees, and they're in there. And for some reason, there was already a wanted, like, <laughs> like poster of them for whatever reason. So I was like, cool. And then Adobo, ba. He, um, he, Boa Doba. yeah, he decided that that's when they gave him the shots to be like, this is to punish you, but it can also enhance you. So, yeah. So basically what happened is they had this technology that he deployed while chasing the leads, Boa Boba. And it just happened to catch that Satori had the medallion, but Boa Boba tried to grab the medallion because it was a piece of jewelry gold. And she's like, no, it's personal. Not thinking that he wanted it for like the demonic reasons, just that he was gonna he thought, take, yeah, she, take it. He thought she, she but, thought he was just robbing her. And then that inspired her to be like, well, someone tried to steal my medallion. Maybe I should tell you boys the story about it. <laughs> and then Robert Patrick is like, ah, now I know where it is. <laughs> so it's, it's all it's all it's all coming together. Right. So is this where they where they do the raid on the theater? No, we uh, that, that's a little later. We okay. we we get we we are now back at Alyssa Milano's house, and that's where I know uh, uh, her little brother's like, "Oh, you've been out again," and she's she puts on this wig that's clearly fake, and then like oh, says hi yeah, to daddy, right. and they're eating a, a Charo crispy cereal, which is the company that Robert Patrick owns. It's like basically Amazon. This is one of the reasons I liked it. It's like basically Robert Patrick is uh, Jeff Bezos if he was looking for uh, Chinese ancient powers. Right. But he still wants more, apparently. Yeah. He wants the other half of the medallion. He yeah. wants to do a big, you know, merger of all the groups. Yeah. That's the, that he that's wants, the they want. They got to unionize the gangs. Yep. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah Joker style. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Give, give him good health care and shit. But that, I think this is where you see that, you know, there's um, Alyssa Milano's character disagree with what's going on. And it's like having that conversation with her dad of like you know, this shouldn't be like this. We need to, like, help and actually... Because there's a lot of, like, environmental issue that is occurring. And she is wanting to 
work and help with that. And he's like, no, you can't fix these gangs. They're like this. And then we see a commercial. So the like, power core is a commercial, like a news clip. It's like power core, like did blank and blank. And you know, they're an underground group and that in Nemo's totally right. That's when, you know, the dad's like straight up power core terrorists. And uh, I listed him as time cop dad uh, for some reason on the side. So time cop police chief dad is like, ah, they're terrorists. And Alyssa Milano, Marion has to keep this secret. Like what my dad doesn't know won't hurt him. And then boom, now we're back at the Lee's house and the thugs break in, Mike. Yeah. And so uh, <laughs> Mr. Bobati, whatever, whatever his goddamn name is. Good old Bobati. Um, he bursts in along with some thugs, and he looks like Bib Fortuna, but like super roided out. Oh yeah, this is steroid version of this. Yeah, guy. he's steroid version. So he's got like a real thick boy neck, um, and just everything else. And he's wearing like a Sergeant Pepper jacket. I, I don't know if he had that on earlier. Uh, yeah, and there, there's like a little bit of a tussle. And we learn once again that Scott Wolf can still not do karate. <laughs> yeah. Um, he just like hits people with two by fours and trash can lids. Um, and he runs away a lot. He do, yeah, he does them. run away a lot. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's what he's really good at. That's <laughs> yeah. running and skill. then he's like, ah. He could run and dodge. <laughs> right. So they're, they're, they're fighting it out. And then uh, what's his name? The T-1000 shows back up. And he again turns into like a cartoon Fantasia ghost. Um, yeah. Which, which, again, this makes me think like, Dude, you have like mystic powers, like just wreck shop. What are you doing? I mean, no one else has them. I mean, yeah, they have this other half of the medallion and now it starts off with how do we activate it? And I'm going to spoil it. They don't know how until <laughs> the very last moments of the film. So Robert Patrick, literally, he's got ultimate power. I mean, he's turning into a shadow ghost. No one could hurt him. He could possess people. He could do whatever, um, but he's really holding back and I don't know why. You just kill everyone. One of, one of my favorite Scott Wolf moves because when he's not doing karate is that one of the henchmen has a ponytail and he closes the guy's ponytail in a suitcase. Did either of you guys see this? Yes. <laughs> um, and the guy, that henchman, and you see him like five minutes later still carrying the suitcase around attached to his head. Like he just, it never occurred to him to take it off. It's like the scarlet letter. People are going to know yeah. <laughs> what he's done. Like you, you leave that suitcase on. That's your, you wear your shame. Um, yeah, I didn't take a lot of notes here because this is this scene was dumb. Well, well, Satori uh, knows uh, Robert Patrick. That's right. a part of the conversation. It's like, give me the other half of the medallion. Like, you know, uh, it turns out that the Lee's brother or Lee's uh, father uh, worked for him, and he he's like, you know, I I knew that this medallion would be there, and she's like, I've hidden the other half of the medallion. And he's like, okay, I got it, and I know you have it. And uh, there's a huge explosion, and uh, she's dead. And she sacrificed herself. Yeah, sort of, like <laughs> needlessly. Well, yeah. So she gets locked in uh, like a little cage for some reason. They get her out. No, no, I know. But she's like, "There's no way you're gonna get me out of this cage. You got to leave me." And they're like, "We're not leaving you." Literally, one like half-hearted kick to the door, and the cage is open. We'll, we'll never make it. But oh, in that cage, like, we saw that she, like, manifested into oh, something she, else. She was possessed. Yeah, she bit. was possessed by Shoku. What's his name? <laughs> Bowser. No, the T-1000. Doesn't Isn't his name, like, Goku or... Sh no, his name is... Um, Kogu? Shabadu. Kogu Suko, because he changed Shuko. his name. Shuko. Kogu yeah. Shuko. Okay, he yeah. He changed his name he, to well, he, be more Asian? I don't know. That's racist. Like, I was like, what is going on with this, like... <laughs> 
well, my name used to be this, but it's going to be this now. Yeah, Kogu Shuko. Shuko. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, so she was possessed by him and, like, kind of beaten up the boys. So they locked her in this cage. But then she's not possessed. And right. then they get out and she's like, no, go without me. Like, they have a conversation. Like, this guy's beyond. She's like, no. And basically just stands in front of a door knowing that there's a gas leak. It explodes and she's dead. And right. then they go off and drive away yeah absolutely no reason for this but she was but they were upset though like that was you know their guardian or mom or whoever like the whole time i was questioning how old are these people like have they been around for centuries have they are they in like at first i was like are they immortal are they like whatever like i was really confused i totally agree with (laughs) that especially with robert patrick i was like this guy's talking about like thousands of years and like ancient times like is this guy part of it or is he just trying to like suck up the power? And I'm kind of thinking at the end that this is just some schmuck who's like, I need magic medallions. Yeah. Well, he's a collector. We see like <laughs> his whole thing. He was collecting all these like ancient artifacts and then the medallion was one of them. So, yeah. So this is basically like the Indiana Jones style, like what, what the Nazis were trying to do in real life. Yeah. They were trying to do like obtain artifacts of power. Kogoshuku style. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, big, big yikes. So now that uh, Santori time is dead and their car is gone for some reason. No, 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 no. They uh, they drive off on their car and it immediately breaks down. That's right. Yeah. The car breaks down. Because, yeah, the, my next note is that they're just like walking around oh, outside. Oh, and they say, we're officially pedestrians. <laughs> that, 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 Bogus. That, yeah, that was, that was the... Like, uh, yeah, and I wrote, uh, do you mean homeless <laughs> like on the side? Because yeah, potentially you don't, both, yeah. You don't have a car or home. I think you're, it's a little more than you're just pedestrian. Yeah, and this is where I, I believe at some point, maybe we didn't talk about it, uh, Shoku, whatever, is is kind of in, in his little warehouse riling up all the gangs, and the, the gangs like ambush them outside. Yeah, I mean, at some point in time, that he, as, as we all noted, that he unifies the gangs like the Joker does. And at one point in time, they're like, we're not going to take it. And he demonstrates that he has magic powers. They're like, yeah, we're going to take it. This guy's guy's dope. (laughs) Did y'all see that the Hills of Eyes guy was Yes. I was like, I know him. (laughs) He is, he is in uh, Nemo. Have you ever watched the movie Weird Science? No. So basically you should watch this hunky boy uh, smoke show. Robert Downey Jr. is there as a teen. Um, He's not one of the main characters, but Basically, let's just say through magic and science, they have wishes granted. Let's just say that for weird science. And inadvertently, basically, the Mad Max crew shows up, and that's one of the guys. Um, and do you remember this at all? I do, yeah. Because the way he leaves, they're like, get out of my house. And he's like, oh, call me. We could have coffee sometime. Like, <laughs> by like, rolls his motorcycle out. <laughs> but yeah. Okay, so back to the movie. Um they're they make their way to Mohawk territory oh, yeah. and uh they have to they have to fight their way out. So there's like walk in the streets after curfew. Mm-hmm. And uh it's basically like every Mohawk person. And the way they get out, and I noticed um one guy's riding a bicycle at him, and uh I'm a big fan of the movie Turbo Kid, so uh it reminded me of Turbo Kid that's just on a like a BMX bike racing towards someone and I would say, I think I have like, it's a hundred plus verse two. And the way they get out of this in an open field, they run into a bus and run out one door and just block it. Like the only way a hundred people could have gotten to them is if they went through the bus, not around it, not over it. Just you have to go through the bus. Like imagine a parking lot that only has a bus. You have to go through the bus (laughs) (laughs) and they shut the door to get out. So good job. They double dragon you. 
They did, yeah. They they did get double dragon. And then uh, one one of the gang members is dressed as a postman, and then we hear Billy say, "Never seen a postman move that fast." <laughs> Didn't he just like fall off a cliff or yeah. something? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. But you see him again. They yeah, pop he, up. yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. comes back up. No, no and, one, no one dies in this PG thirteen movie. Yeah, except for the lady, the non mom lady. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Unless you sacrifice yourself. Yeah, yeah. Then if you cool. Obi Wan yourself, you you're okay. Yeah, you're alive in spirit. Yeah. Is the, they're on a jet ski at some point, though. Yeah, so mm-hmm. they, they make their way basically to the dock. Yeah, that's right. And they're like, oh, so they lock their, themselves in this like very rickety wooden dock <laughs> boathouse. And they're like, we should jump. And they're like, that's liquid death. And so as Nemo noted, like there's a lot of environmental problems that you can't like get into this water. It's basically acid, which doesn't matter later on because they do it. And that's totally fine. So uh, you could say it all you want. Um but yeah, they get themselves in there. So first, there's kind of a little switch up. They <laughs> that fresh ass motorcycle. Yeah, they're like, oh, it's a, this huge motorcycle. And I can't remember if you get on motorcycles in Double Dragon. Maybe for a level. Maybe that's kind of some kind of throwback. And they're like, nah. Uh, well, you're led to believe that they're going to be on it. And then the back of the boathouse explodes, and they get on some wave runners and uh, make their way out. While simultaneously, villains are also on jet skis and wave runners, just waiting, just waiting in yeah. case that happens. Yeah, and th- these were like special gang guys because they had like assault wetsuits and like weird Nerf rocket launchers. You don't want to get in that liquid death. No. Yeah, so they, they do eventually get away. There's like a chase, some rockets, and then the, the brothers fall into the water. And he's like, don't get it in your mouth. Your hair will fall out. So rather than making any effort to get out of the water, they just sit there floating, like trying to spit water out of their mouth. Oh, yeah. It's all in their mouths. <laughs> it is in their eyes and their stupid. mouths. Um, yeah. I mean, I was led to believe that this is the goo that transport or transformed the Ninja Turtles. Like this is some toxic stuff. Mm-hmm. And they are splashing each other, spitting in their mouths. I think they were being protected by the medallion. It we wasn't the medallion. Nice. <laughs> I mean, because by that time, Billy had the medallion. Yeah, right? he had the medallion. He wore it around his neck. So I'm like, maybe it's protecting him, and we don't know. Maybe because otherwise, that medallion seems like a big piece of shit. Yeah, like the other medallion turns you into an invincible ghost, and this one, like, you can punch a little bit harder. Hey, in video games, if you could, you know, breathe underwater or not die by liquid death, you could find hidden objects, keys, various other things. I know my video game lore. That's that's true. Yeah. So I, I'm with Nemo that you have the medallion that doesn't nope. make your hair fall out and yeah. There, you know, there are so many levels to this movie, different layers that I never appreciated <laughs> watching it. This is pretty deep. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. So back to the news. Another news clip. The news clips. I mean, this is why I'm saying I, I honestly feel that there's moments of this movie that I do think really hold up and are funny. And yeah, they're small, but these news clips are hilarious. Like back to George Hamilton. It's like explosion at the Hollywood River. And then they're like, oh, my God, this happened in the daylight. This wasn't the deal we all had with the gangs. Like, the gangs are cool. Uh, you know, we just don't go out at night. We shelter ourselves like cowards, and that's the society. And, you know, uh, this is the first gang attack in a day in seven years. So this has been going on for a, quite some time. I have a question about the gangs. Sure. Um, up until this point where we see the gangs and, and the daylight clashing, what were the gangs doing at night? They just, like, doing hood rat shit? Like, if they're not... Who are they fighting just each other or I feel it's every dummy who drives into the city like you're clearly getting jacked uh, at least your car's gone your money's gone they're yeah. probably gonna murder you 
That's just the deal you have with the gangs. Well, it like, just seems like everyone knows to leave them alone. I just did they come out and I like ah, and then there's no one there to fight. And they're like, oh, okay, that's correct. Okay, they have stopwatches. <laughs> right. They're just like waiting around. Like, beep beep. Okay, we got five minutes to wrap this up. Sun's coming in like vampire gangs. Being in the gang is just like really boring. That's why they're so mad. <laughs> that that is that is the worst. Oh yeah, and then oh yeah. So I note I note this. So then we we're immediately we we see the news clip, but then we get all of these uh, correspondents trying to interview the police chief. And so what I noted to the side, and this is definitely just really kind of me just being observant because I don't think unless I was taking notes I would have noticed this. But some of the correspondents try to sympathize with the gangs, and I wrote. Uh, so one correspondent says to the police chief like. Maybe the gangs are just misunderstood. And he kind of looks at him like, are you serious? <laughs> and it, someone goes, maybe they just need a hug. <laughs> that was true. Aww. Uh, yeah. Hug a gang today. Yeah. Well, and they took your car. They bashed your brains and give them a hug. <laughs> and killed your mom. So I do. Wait, now that you brought that up, now I do have a question. Mm-hmm. So the gangs are not visible at all during daylight. No. So they... That end up getting the second, like, they have a different alias, similar to what Alyssa oh, was. Like, because so, how do you, like... Oh, so you're, 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 you're prospect, you're, like, you're prospect... Like, I'm John Smith, right, but they, at night, I'm Boa Boba. Yeah, right, like, like, like have, how, what happened? Like, he's, like, an accountant during <laughs> yeah, the day. like, he what happened? He works at HMR Block or something. Yeah, All right, okay. so in five minutes, I'm done filing your taxes. I have a gang war to fight. Right. Yeah. And, like, his co-workers don't know, like, in the elevator at the end of the day, I go, see, you, style. see you tomorrow. Like, yeah, they're like in a meeting, like, in fight like, spitting out teeth and blood like oh, right. yeah. <laughs> everyone has an extra wig somewhere that they right. need for their mohawk or something he, he has like so a then what about suit. the mailman does he just wear his, no he's like, the mailman That's he's, what he, but he's a just, gang too they, the mailman and the clowns can both walk both lines <laughs> they're clowns and mailmen during the day too. oh my god just saying yeah oh my god I mean now I, I want to see the I don't want to say the sequel I want to see the parallel movie that was being filmed like a day in the life of a gang member <laughs> double dragon after hours so, so I, I I know I, I don't know who the actor is, but like the crony, like the thin like white dude who was uh, always with Boa Boba, the one who acts uh, purely with his mouth, yeah, weasel guy, yeah, <laughs> yeah like that guy. I want to see what that guy's doing during the day. Like he works at a Pizza Hut, I think. <laughs> probably. Like, yeah, do you want to? You want more Coca Cola with that <laughs> salad bar? <laughs> yeah, well, another pepperoni pizza, everybody. Happy birthday! <laughs> Use the tongs. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. God just a damn. side note. No, no, that, that's a, that's a great observation. I hadn't thought of that. I I thought this, the the gangs were just like sitting in the room bored all day. Well, like, but I think well we see that with Alyssa Milano. Like she puts on a wig yeah. when in the day when she's at home. It was so, a simpler time when yeah. you just wore a wig or you know a yeah. robin mask and mm-hmm. no one knew who you were. They just knew everyone. Perfect. No, yeah. totally. Put on glasses like Superman. So yeah. th- this we get a quick cut back to Robert Patrick's lair and Mike. This is where he highlights his total plan. He is pissed off that they did not get this medallion. He is going into a temper tantrum mode, and he literally says uh, he deserves "quote unquote" total domination over one major American city. Okay, and that's that's what he wants. Like that's a really weird big picture plan. Like you, one have demon forces now. Two, you want to double down and enhance that, but you really just want to be in charge of New Los Angeles. Like uh, okay. Yeah, like, and like, what's even there? It seems like a this, like a crap hole. I mean, we don't know what happened to the rest of the country, but yeah, this has got to be one of the worst cities, much like it is today. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, Mike's right. Like, we don't know what happened in the rest of America, but like, one, who cares? Like, I don't even know the state of America in this movie. Why aren't you trying to be like 
I'm going to conquer Asia. Like, this, if this is a game of risk, it's hardest to maintain Asia. But as a demon, you could probably do it. I don't know. Yeah. I don't Unless know. there's a Sicilian involved, then, you know. They never start a land war. war. Um, is, is this where now, is this where the brothers go into the power core hideout via the fun water slide? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, yeah. So they, there's like two doors and they pick the wrong one and they fall down this hole. They said use the other door. Well, the sign said use the other door and they're like, that's, a, that's not real. That's a diversion. So they go into this like Mario Brothers pipe and then they fall down this thing. Um, and that we see, we see that they, the, the power core has Bo Bobo. Bo. uh, he's like tied up and they're torturing him by feeding him spinach. Yeah. Alyssa Milano is uh force feeding him spinach. Um, and we all like the power core, when we first see the room, it's like, I wrote, it's surrounded by young Jedis that when they fall through the room, it's only children. It's like the lost boys. They're like, with like slingshots. They're right. Like, but like, there was like a whole group of people like hula hooping. Is that? Oh yeah. That's just in the back. So, right. So if you fall through the trap door, a bunch of kids will murder you. Uh, and then people are just having fun in the background. Was it fun or was that training? Was, was it like hula hoop strength training? Do you, you get, you, do you hula hoop at the gym? No. Nemo goes to the gym. Neither Paul and I do. Uh, no, but. I can't see how that can be um, conditioning. Does it engage the core? Yeah, it definitely really helps condition. Oh, now that looking at that is a whole different thing. So it's like a whole like gym training thing. And she even brought up the fact that we need to train the younger generation. Right. And that's the only thing they could get them to do. Nemo, which Lee brother do you think would be better at hula hooping? (laughs) Um, I think anything Jimmy does. Okay. All right. All right. So Nemo's team Jimmy here. Yep. So write us at rabbit troop sucks. (laughs) podcast at gmail.com and let us know your thoughts on the Lee brothers. Is Nemo correct? Uh, is Jimmy the team that you want to be on? Do we got any team Billy's out there? We don't. No. <laughs> Billy, Billy is Scott Wolf, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Team Billy sucks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sen- Sensei Billy. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. And, and Alyssa okay. Milano pops in like, Hey, like guys, what are you, what are you doing around here? I told you to use the other door. There was a sign. Yeah. Wah, wah. <laughs> Yeah. Like dummies. <laughs> yes. So that it, this movie was like kind of a kid's movie, but also kind of not like there's a lot of like weird, fun, like zany, wacky stuff. Yeah. What was that? Was the, was it Hudson Hawk with Bruce Willis? Yeah. This movie's kind of in the same vein where it's like, we need to do some action, but maybe someone's on a skateboard here and there. Like what? <laughs> right. Well, I mean, everything that Scott Wolf says is like, like Nickelodeon stuff. Well, I I found Alyssa Milano uh, had straight up video game 101. And I don't mean Double Dragon. I mean, like some kind of role playing game. They get to this late layer and qu- the quote is, welcome to the power core. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it is literally like save game. Go take a break. Like you're in a new chapter of this game. Like you are now part of this. Yeah. Alyssa Milano is a, is a quest giver in this in this movie. Right. Um, uh, Can I also note yeah, that? Yeah, of course. I can't stand the lack of chemistry or lack of whatever. I was just like, I know there's interest, but what the, is going on right now? And I think that's where the, oh, it's a kid show. And I was like, wait, it's not a kid show. Yeah. So like, yeah, it, it's, it's so weird. Yeah. And I'm like, I know somebody's interested, but everyone's just hella awkward. Yeah. This movie needed to pick a lane. Yeah. Have you ever seen the 1989 Ninja Turtles movie? Yeah. So in that movie, I thought it was interesting. Like one of the subplots is the Foot Clan is trying to recruit all of the kids in the city who don't really have stable family lives or basic. Like it made sense. It's mm-hmm. like your life at home sucks, but 
We'll teach you martial arts. You could basically live in an arcade. We'll give you cigarettes and junk food, but you'll work for us. I'm like, that probably could work. This is kind of the opposite where it's like, hey kids, there's some bad stuff, but do you like neon colors, ball pits, and slingshots? Like, we're to, like, I'm gonna make you into the Care Bears gang. <laughs> like that, that's gonna show them. <laughs> I was really eyeing the uh, neon river water. Yeah, the, the, the was, river. I was of all goo. like, is that real goo? Or is it just water? Like I wanted, I like, I was really, I really wanted to touch it. It just was so. Dang, wish I was there. It was real goo. Yeah. <laughs> this has been brought to you by the real goo. It's, it's actually Nickelodeon's gack. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, the And now we have the roller gangs uh, invading some kind of mall. Uh, also, side note, uh, I would like to watch Prayer of the Roller Boys. Uh, with oh, one, wow. With one of the Corys. That should make an appearance on this. But yeah, they, 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 they come in and uh, bust up some kind of mall, Mighty Ducks 2 style. I have that. And then, uh, what was it? The Power Core is doing something. Oh, is this where they're sneaking into them yeah yeah because like Alyssa milano and the the bros are trying to they're trying to sneak up to what's his name's office which is for some reason on the top floor of a mall that's right yeah so they break into this mall and power core is creating a diversion uh i think by doing this right and then Alyssa milano and the double dragon lee brothers are trying to get into robert patrick's office so they can maybe find this other they're trying guy. to steal them did you notice that uh they they entered on the ground floor walked through like a vent and then we're immediately at the penthouse where the office is well in video games you oftentimes jump up on those like world was there a, a burst of, of wind okay <laughs> we just didn't see that so they rode some kind of ac vent i did see that uh in the trivia of this movie at least according to imdb that street fighter they made a separate video game where the like jean-claude van damme was digitized and raul julia was digitized and they made a version of these digitized characters, and they tried to do it with this movie. They just didn't have the funds. I'm like, I can't believe they had the funds for this movie. So no. <laughs> that's a side note to that. Also, I want to bring up the fact that because Alyssa Milano was in the vent, that's why they were checking. They her were out. they were definitely looking to. I do yeah. remember that. Okay, yeah. yeah. So I do, I do, yeah. <laughs> so the 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 vent situation, but maybe the other ones I didn't I didn't I did not catch as much. Yeah, so they you know they ride the wind, gust up the vent, I guess, and they're they're trying to so they're. So what happens when you have a medallion? It right, gives yeah. you to secret passages, and then you take the you take the warp up. Last time they leveled up, they had to pick that power from their skill tree. Is that that is correct? Okay, so they're they're kind of above T one thousand's desk, and they're they see the medallion in its little box, and they they decide to like fish for it using some twine and one of the power core enamel decorative pins that Melissa Milano was wearing. Yeah. And it doesn't work. Not well. But then it starts to work. It starts to work. But then like Babe Henchman sees them. But she watches this all No, no. Happen. She is looking at it like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, she's like, okay. For quite so a while. There's, there's a string that just came down. It's taking this medallion. I also meant to side note, why the hell would you ever take off this medallion? You have a medallion that grants you demon-like powers. People are going to want it. <laughs> you just like toss it offside. This is Back to the Future when uh, Biff gets the almanac. And he's like, ah, I'll look at it later and throws it in like the back seat of his car. He's like, get a safe. Like, what are you doing? Like, don't ever take out Nemo. Would you be taking off the medallion? No. And that's the thing. You see Billy. He never takes off the medallion. Damn right. Yeah. And I'm like, Billy had it on the whole time. So like the whole time, 
what's his nuts, uh, Patrick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, you know, he could have just gone and just attacked Billy and just get the medallion, but and, he was like, you know. And Billy thinks it's a piece of garbage that doesn't work. Yeah. He's, he's wearing it the whole time. Yep. Yeah. Come on, Billy. Fucking Robert Billy. Patrick. <laughs> But yes, Lash sees clearly what's going on, and uh, they attempt to get the medallion. And uh, she she stops. Uh, she what does she do? I pick up a spear yeah. from like a statue and st- stops this. And then everyone kind of comes crashing down. Um, also at the same time, the chief of police is there because he's like, I'm going to talk to Robert Patrick. He's like, We had a deal. Alyssa Milano's dad. Yeah. 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 Yeah, he's like, we had a deal, like, you're not supposed to be, you know, going out. And so, it, it is weird. So, the cop is not bad. He's not a dirty cop. It's, we had a deal, and you are not upholding this. So, there's this weird fragility of this whole city and how crime works, as everyone in this room just noted. Like, what are they doing during the day? Everyone's just seemed cool with this. This has been going on for seven plus years. Yeah, this is super weird. But, yes, uh, then... Uh, the deal is not upheld, and uh, the police chief clearly finds out that his daughter. I, I, I know it, maybe he realizes she's the lead of the resistance. At least he knows she's part of the resistance with this. So, just to tie back to what you were saying, um, so seven years. So the big earthquake in two thousand was what created these different like gangs, and this is in two thousand seven. Yeah. So that's why they say seven years. And so again. I'm thinking, so when the big earthquake happened, well, because I thought about St. Andreas and then, you know, the rock popped in my head mm-hmm. naturally for that movie. Um, Smoke show. Mm-hmm. You should have been Bo Qdoba. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Nemo would have died. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. totally. Um, I was just thinking, I'm like, why? So I was just thinking of the formation of like, why, why were gangs created after... 2000, even though the big quake happened and then, you know, all this thing happened, you know, it it just didn't make sense in how the structure of society was created. Sure. So there's an earthquake. I need to be in a gang. (laughs) (laughs) That was essentially, yeah. Get the water and the knives. We're in a gang. You know, what kind of gang would you be in, in, uh, in Double Dragon? What would the theme of your gang be? I would probably take over Lashes. Nice. Gang, because, okay, that, that was my big commentary. It's like, that girl cannot whip for shit. So you, you basically are running a dominatrix gang. Tomato, tomato. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also note, I do like that cop dad takes out Lash. There's a one-on-one yep. fight, and he did, he basically just takes her out like, boom, bam. <laughs> like, like yeah, Nemo's right. Like, her whip <laughs> skills are very, very questionable. Mike, what kind of gang would you be in? <laughs> I don't know. Could we be in, like, a... Like like a music gang, yeah, like a fifties doo-wop kind of group. Like <laughs> what is your power? Or what is your strength? We, the power of song. We yeah, we bl- we blind and charm you with our songs, and then we just My, uh, we just jack your stuff. We we jack something. Yeah, it's it's our bold scat doo-wop style. Pop 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 pop. Give me your money. Pop pop. <laughs> we just we sing at people, and then Mike pulls out a switchblade, and then right. you know things happen. We have the money. And the clown babies, they're all gangs, baby. <laughs> and what about you, Paul? Yeah, what's yours? I don't know. I just I just noted the the, the the music part of this. So I think that I would be part of part of that music gang. We would charm you with, with the power of song, and then we would take all of your belongings. And you would mm-hmm. thank us for it. Like what charming young men. Mm-hmm. Very nice. <laughs> like, bye. <laughs> Thanks for the stuff. And if you have kids, like we give you like a little piece of candy. Wasn't there like a movie with Keanu Reeves and music and stuff like that? Like, 
Yo, y'all, this is before my time, so okay. I really don't know. Bill and Ted? Yeah, that. Yes. Isn't they, that isn't they, that it? They time travel. Yeah. yeah. Don't they do music stuff? The Wild Stallions. Yeah, yeah, that's their band. The band that brings the world together in peace and harmony. But you guys would be not doing that. No, we were making different music. Okay. Our oh, music yeah. doesn't I was bring just making together. sure. Yeah. I was like, wasn't there a movie about that? Yeah, their music is for, for peace and world harmony. Ours is for crime. We have Perfect. crime music. Well, what was the Bill and Ted's... Uh, like the mantra of the future, like be uh, excellent, be excellent to, be excellent yeah. to one another. Yeah. Our, ours, our mantra is, give us your shit. Yeah. <laughs> Smile as we loot you. I will cut you otherwise. <laughs> Smile as we loot you. No, I'm gonna put that on a T-shirt. So yeah, so there's that fight scene in in Patrick's lair, and yeah. then that's where the cop dad was all like, "Hey, you involved in this?" This can't happen. I need to save you or protect you. Like, he changed his demeanor. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Completely. He was like, I need, like, oh, my God, maybe you were right. Right. You guys are terrorists. Oh, my daughter's in charge. You guys are all right. And so, yeah, while Cop Dad is taking on Lash, uh, uh, both the Lee brothers and Alyssa Milano run into the experimental room. I mean, they're running, and they just happen to go into the experimental room. This is how where Bo Aboba was transformed into steroid Bo Aboba. I actually like the scene because all of a sudden uh, they're like, oh my God, these bodies, like there's all these bodies and they're like, oh, they're all dead. And they're like, they're not dead. Um, Zombies. Yeah. I, I totally, I, I actually, I've, I've seen this movie before. I forgot the scene actually exists, but all of a sudden these bodies start getting up and they have to ninja their way out by fighting basically zombies. And I was like, this is a totally fun scene. Was um, the one that was a basketball player or a real basketball player? <laughs> Probably. I do know exactly. I thought about that. Yeah. I was just all like, wait, I really want to look at, what's his jersey name? Yeah, I didn't care enough to look it up, but I, yeah. I, he, he, was, he, he had to have been some. He was freakishly tall. Yeah, he was And he I'm was like, huge. he is a real basketball player that was like, hey, can I do a cameo? I wrote like, that sure. zombie basketball player gets up. Yep. <laughs> no, the zombie scene, I was like, that's how it should be. Yeah. Which then brings me back to that question of like, is this Zuko dude, like how old is, how old is he? I, I totally agree. Um, <laughs> again, like, is this guy just like in his thirties or forties or is this guy like 3000 years old? Yep. Uh, also the way he's able to use his power, it's like, Hey, I got this half a medallion. So Billy is having a hard time using or activating it at all. And uh, it has been noted that, you know, it saved you or it helped you in areas, but he doesn't know how to turn it on. He doesn't know how to use it. Robert Patrick instantly knows how to use it and uses it well. I mean, I'm going to use demonic powers, uh, but he's still really, really angry about the whole thing of not having the other half of the medallion. It's just kind of like, you know, finding the other half of your soulmate kind of thing. You can't just be alone wandering. You need the other part. Well, I'm just saying turn into a shadow and destroy the person who has it. Like, why why are you messing around, dude? Like, he's playing like this needless game of cat and mouse. Like, I'm going to chase you. I'm going to do this. Turn into a shadow, destroy the whole building. Everyone's dead and just go through the rubble and (laughs) collect like this guy's overthinking everything then we won't have a movie that's that's fair i mean we could have just a ghost movie (laughs) just ghost fighting each other (laughs) so zombies yes basketball players and then then there was the the main zombie guy who we saw like he because who got sack oh this is when jimmy sacrificed himself does he yeah, J- yeah, he he sacrificed himself so that Billy can escape with Alyssa, and he's like, "You oh, gotta that, go. You need right. to go. You need." And I'm like, 
do you need to go? Like, I, I feel like you have some time, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. I totally, I totally. He, he got a big bear hug. That was essentially what happened to Jimmy. That he, you know, I don't know who was hugging him. Like, the, the lumberjack guy or whatever. <laughs> like, hugged no, him. No, 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 no. <laughs> to, uh, Go lumberjack. Yeah, guy. like, the zombie lumberjack hugged him to where, like, escape Billy because oh, I'm no, distracting it was, him. It was Lash. Lash hugged him. No. No, Lash was, is fighting cop dad. Yeah. Lash is... Not oh. in the picture. Okay. It was like a lumberjack-ish looking zombie. Yeah, and basically, oh my notes. Are Alyssa scary. Milano and Billy get away, and Jimmy's like, "Go save yourself!" And, a, and Nemo's totally right. Like a door is like slowly <laughs> opening like this. So like it's like Austin Powers With the when the roller, yeah. like, "No, get out of the way!" <laughs> like, dude, just like walk two feet and get down. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. And you know martial arts. Like, yep. you could do probably like well, bop bop and but, just like walk off. But Scott doesn't know martial arts. So that's why no. Billy was like, that's, eh, that, that. I don't know what to do. And Alyssa's like, come on, we got to get out. And, you know, uh, Jimmy gets hugged yep. to whatever. And this is where we it transitioned to like, that's where he, they thought he died. Yeah. And like sacrifice himself so that Alyssa and Scott can escape. And then we get a news clip. Ah, oh, it's yeah. like city under siege. Like, like, oh my God, like the gangs are out. Like channel 69 news. Like that's, I noted that directly. And the police are in a standoff and they're taking back the streets. But are they really? And they're like, no, we're not getting involved with this. And, uh, then what we got, uh, Jimmy's captured. Uh, we quick cut is a very quick cut that he's basically just tied in a chair. He's back in, uh, Robert Patrick's lair. And then we get Alyssa and uh, Milano and Billy, and then they're cooking something up. And they're like, you know, as the power core, we're going to, you know, get everyone uh, together. But boom, uh, they break into their lair. So that's, I guess, Lash came too. And Lash has my absolute <laughs> favorite quote in the entire movie. I have this written down. Yeah, she busts in and looks at Alyssa Milano and goes... Now who's the boss? And I thought, holy God, this this movie just went up a full point. So did, did you catch the counterpoint to that? Something about like uh, working in soap operas or nurses or yeah. hospitals. <laughs> when the tides turn uh, and Alyssa Milano gets the upper hand, she says, I usually put people in the hospital, which I'm guessing is a general hospital. That is correct. Reference. Okay, yeah. But yeah, now who's the boss? I'm like, oh man, yeah, yeah, Tony Danza could pop out right now. <laughs> I, I, he, if he would have, it would have been a better movie. Now we also get a really quick cut to steroid Bo Aboba sad in the mirror. He's like checking himself. I was like, <laughs> is this where he refers to the brothers as the double dorks? He might. Okay. <laughs> and now Bo Aboba's just got a sense of humor. Yeah. He reminds me of Booger of uh, Revenge of the Nerds. Like <laughs> Ogre, not Booger. Uh, Ogre. Who, like, oh, yeah. The, the big oaf who, who just wants friends. He's got just, a heart at, goal. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, he just wants some friends. Yeah, so, yeah, we get <laughs> Bobo Bobo in the mirror. Friend. <laughs> Friend is me. Yeah, I started feeling really sad for him. So the fight's continuing, and Jimmy shows up. Uh-oh, it's fake Jimmy. So <laughs> J Jimmy shows up. He's like, hey, buddy. And Billy's like, oh, man, I thought you were dead. Like, everything's great. And then he just beats the crap out of Billy. And Nemo, I have to assume this is where hunky boy power level kicks in for you, where you actually just see Jimmy kicking the crap out of uh, Billy. This is real Jimmy. <laughs> this is real Jimmy for me. Okay. He was holding back the whole time for like the brotherly bull crap. No, this was how it should be. And it was amazing. Um, with that being said, though, you can tell that he was a little grumpy. So like, yeah. oh, that's not the real Jimmy. Nemo, you could soothe the grump out of him. Just remember that. So if Jimmy, you are listening, uh, Nemo here, uh, 
could be your Iron Chef Duchess or whatever, whatever, <laughs> whatever, whatever the uh, the uh, <laughs> the designation would become. I you... will eat whatever you cook, Bill. Anytime. <laughs> uh, feel free to you write heard us. here first. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. As you, 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 you too, Mark could be a part of Rabbit Troop Sucks, and you could bring us some sweet food and cook Nemo food, and you know, we'll be happy. Yeah, and we would love you forever. And if Iron Chef wants to sponsor this podcast, that'd <laughs> mm-hmm. be fine. <laughs> the official podcast of Iron Chef. If you, if you, Iron Chef, if you, if you sponsor us, I will watch at least one episode. Of oh Iron yeah, Chef. I'll make Mike. <laughs> But yeah, this this fight is continuing. Um, I don't know. There's uh, oh, the, oh, this is where we see uh, Billy is fighting <laughs> past all these arcade machines, and bam, they break the fourth wall. And I have a couple of screenshots on my phone of this. Billy is straight up standing in front of Double Dragon arcade machines. I think there's three of them fanned out, and uh, Scott Wolf is standing as one of the characters of Double Dragon in front of the Double Dragon arcade game. The marquee is there with both the characters and the game is turned on in the back. So I was like, wow, that's, that's just super weird, but they did it. And, uh, Billy, uh, gets really sick of it. He's like, ah, you piece of junk. He's so sick of the medallion. He's like, you piece of junk. This is where he just freaks out. He's like, I never needed you. And he says, I could do better without you. And he throws it as far as he can. And that's what activates the medallion. Oh, no, you didn't need my powers. But now you're going to get it one way or another, (laughs) buddy. And they activate it. And basically what happens is like, just like kind of like a power explosion. And I didn't see exactly because I was taking notes. How does Robert Patrick lose his medallion? Like his goes to the ground, his half. I well, don't know. But yeah, he, I don't remember seeing that. Like, what I recall was that Jimmy's all pissy because he couldn't activate the medallion. And so, but from there, I think he chucks it. And that's where, like, Jimmy catches it. And then, and then Suko, like, got out of his body and got both of medallions. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So that was actually what happened because I remember that part of like, oh. But there's that freeze frame where like, he throws the medallion. He's like, I could do better without you. And it kind of stop turns. Like, oh, really? Like, you need me. That's right. But then it does fall to the ground. Yeah. Like, but the medallion almost like, like, like the cloak that Doctor Strange wears and now is active with a personality. <laughs> and it's like, wink. I got you, bro. And so, like, there is some kind of personification of this inanimate object. Then, yeah, Robert Patrick gets it momentarily. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, so, uh, the real Jimmy is then there. Robert Patrick turns into, like, a weird samurai demon. So, yeah. Yeah, that's when he gets both both, of the medallion. That's where I'm at. I forgot that that's what happened. So, Mm -hmm. what happens is he activates it. And it's really weird because... He, uh, so Robert Patrick activates the medallions and I know, I feel it downgrades his powers. It splits them into two shadow samurais that both suck. Like (laughs) none of them are using these demonic powers. Like his one act of skill with using the half of the medallion was way more powerful than what these two shadow ninjas are doing. And then Jimmy and Billy just beat the crap out of them. Then they get the medallions. They unite it and Boy, howdy, do they get some fancy attire. Yeah, they. it's like sparkly blue well, and red. I thought about Mortal Kombat. That was the oh, first yeah. thing yeah, that they, popped yeah, up. Yeah, it was. It Why? Was. Because that was my Halloween costume. <laughs> That's awesome. That's, so I wore well, something similar to th- that. This past year? 
No, it was a while ago. Okay, so none. But I do remember. I was like, oh, yeah, I had that. <laughs> Let's bring it back. Uh, my wife dressed as Katana when she was a kid. That I have not is seen photos. Amazing. I want to I see it. I, my mother-in-law, mm-hmm. I think, made the costume. That is awesome. <laughs> but I also want to bring it back to the fact that y'all weren't paying attention to the cinematography with the fight choreography when Jimmy was, like, in action. Oh, when they were doing, like, the windmills? Yeah, and a lot of the jumping stuff. I was like, see? That's when you know he actually knows martial art. Right. As opposed to Billy, who didn't do Who just, like, runs around yep. people in circles. And I was like, I don't, I don't know what's happening right now. Yeah. And I want to note a couple, a couple things with the, this final moment fight sequence. First of all, before they activate it, or like as they're activating it, we uh, Satori's back. We see a floating Satori head, and it's like, I don't remember exactly what she says, but she's like, "Go get him, guys!" <laughs> I'm like, that's super, super weird. And I want to make this abundantly clear: Robert Patrick has zero powers right now. He is just a mortal dude, like mm-hmm. walking down. Mortal-ish, we yeah. don't know. Yeah, <laughs> again, you know, Nemo's correct. Like, I don't know how old this guy is, but he does not have any powers that he exhibits at all. So he's, he's in theory, a regular old fella. They now have the double dragon power and just beat the crap out of him. Like, this would have been great if they had the power when they're fighting mystic shadow ninjas, but now they're using this super heroic power just to beat like a like regular a guy. guy. <laughs> yeah, and so like Jimmy uh, turns the tables and inserts himself into Robert Patrick. <laughs> yeah, um, and do, and does the classic stop hitting yourself thing. Yeah, and then he's like, and they have future like receipts. He's like, I'm gonna, do, I'm gonna. Oh do, no, the check. Yeah, I'm I gonna will write you a check. <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna write you a check for 129 million dollars to the police department of New Los Angeles. And he's like, you don't believe me? And he's like, I, I can't take bribes. He's like, it's not a bribe. And then prints it out. Like that can never be refuted whatsoever. But he does give 120 million dollars to the cops. I, I also didn't understand why. So we didn't establish too much. One of the powers is you could possess someone. And so now that the Lee brothers have this, they could possess Robert Patrick. And my thought is, why wouldn't you go public and be like, I'm giving all my stocks away. I'm giving the company away. I'm giving back. They're like, ah, just lock him in jail. So they donate $129 million to the cops. And then he just zaps out of them. And Robert Patrick's like, what? That wasn't really me. I want that receipt back. And they're like, okay, okay, fella. And they just... Take him to jail. Yeah. So well, well, that's when Cop Dad popped up and then like arrested him. But I'm gonna rewind back a little <laughs> bit because there were a few scenes with Alyssa Milano fighting. Okay, yeah, let's talk about that. Fighting Lash. Y'all, that was bad. Yes. That was bad on both ends. Like I brought it up, Lash cannot whip. Yeah, and then Alyssa, I'm like, was that a sidekick? I don't know what the hell that was. I can't was. remember, was it this sequence or when the father's fighting Lash when they just cut the whip? Does anyone remember this? No, that was that was this this, this okay. final event. So because she still had her stupid whip that she wasn't that's right. whipping correctly. So she whips a pillar and mm-hmm. looks at it like, how did it get stuck? Like, I my one weapon is a whip. That's what I'm known for. And I whipped it at someone, and now it's stuck on a pillar. And then one of the Lee brothers just cuts it. Yep. And that and then <laughs> it was like bolt cutters. And then Alyssa fights her, and then we see a bolt. Uh, a bobo him mm-hmm. he was rooting on for the lee i'm like oh look at you boo you just, switch side he, he just was wanted just, friends yeah mm-hmm. he just wanted friends but that's when i was like oh Alyssa, why 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 is this happening so yes that was my biggest note it's like she can't fight either so yeah no wonder her and scott match perfect mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> i was just saying <laughs> the, the weakest of them all <laughs> 
So yeah, and that basically brings us to the conclusion. They drive off, and then we get Boa Boba uh, wanders up. He's like, hey, and uh, Alyssa Milano is showing Billy, like, hey, your car that died. Well, <laughs> the, the dragon the, wagon. Yeah, the, the dragon wagon. We fixed it up. Like, all the gangs united, and, like, everyone there in the power core found pieces. Like, you guys are totally badass. And Boa Boba's like, can I drive? And Billy's like, yeah, sure, <laughs> for whatever reason. And then he's in the backseat with Alyssa Milano, like, hey, this is a good idea that this crazy dude's going to drive this car. And he even says, like, he drives like a maniac, but he puts him in charge. And then he tries to put the moves on Alyssa Milano, who's into it. And then Jimmy pops up. He's like, I don't think so. And says something like, I don't like, I'm going to make moves on her or whatever, which I never found any of that to be established. That's what I noted earlier. Like, what? And then Bobo was like, ah, and then like hits the gas and flames come out and they start screaming. And that's basically the end of the movie. Well, I think the misunderstanding was that uh, Billy thought that it was Jimmy that was in a Bobo. Because that's why I was like, oh, yeah, let him drive the car. Because he thought a Bobo was because, you know, how Jimmy was the mm -hmm. one that was in Suko. So then he thought that, hey, Jimmy's in a Bobo trying to, you know, just have some fun or whatever. And he's like, okay, that's fine. Go ahead and drive the car. But it wasn't until they get in the car and Jim is like, wait, what's going on? And he's like, wait, that's the actual guy? <laughs> and that's when they all freaked out. I'm like, for real. It's also noted like they should never really use their powers unless there's like a dire need, like an emergency, like life altering, uh, planet ending situation. They are clearly using these powers for as par yeah, parlor tricks on the daily. Yep. So we do get one very last scene and I did like this and it's uh, some of the henchmen of uh, Robert Patrick. One of the henchmen is in Big Trouble in Little China and they're holding signs on the side of the highway, and it was, uh, Will Hench for Food and uh, Thugs Seek Ruthless Boss. <laughs> and, and then they're just looking, the, and then the credits basically roll. That's, a, that's, that's all we got. Yep. That, that was it. So, uh, I mean, we established, Nemo, that uh, Hunky Boy definitely wins as Jimmy. Yep. Um, I, I still, going through this movie, I do not think it is as bad as the 3.5 or whatever is listed on IMDb. I, I, this would be my battle. And I, I feel you two are the wrong audience. I think this movie gets uh, worse reviews because it goes under the name Double Dragon and there's a video game association. But honestly, if this was like Ninja Boys, the movie, I think the ratings would be slightly better. I'm not saying it would be a better movie, just 3.5 is rough. I mean, we've watched movies that are, I feel are like honest to God, unwatchable over the years. Not that we've recorded or shared with this podcast, but we've watched movies that are like unwatchable that have somewhat better reviews than this. I, I really don't think the 3.5 is necessary. I think it's also way easier for me to say this, uh, you know, 25, six, seven, eight years after the fact, rather than 1994. I remember seeing this movie in the 90s, also hating it. I think I've warmed up to it a touch, not that I'm like, I love it and I wanna own it. Uh, we watched this on Amazon Prime, all for free. <laughs> um, but I mean, how do you guys feel about the 3.5 rating at the end? Like, like in all seriousness, like, do you think it's that bad of a I, film? I do genuinely wow. think it's that bad of a film. I, this was not a super fun movie for me. So I, I like the first thing I saw was the 12% on Rotten <laughs> Tomatoes. Yeah. like. That's pretty accurate. I think um, it's pretty accurate. I mean, even taking it out of like its time and, you know, the the special effects and whatnot, it was just choreography has gotten so much better. Oh, uh, yeah. And I think it 
I rather them would have put someone else who knew martial arts oh that God, was yeah. not like a Scott Wolf. That would have made it better, and then I would have given it some sort of you know higher ratings. But it's specifically martial arts, so give me some, and they didn't give me shit. Yeah, I I think the big th- sell for me on this is, and it's not me as an adult, but I think if I watched this movie if I was twelve or thirteen. I would have had a different, like, I think that would be, if it was more updated and I saw a movie like this and I was 12 or 13 now, I think I would have liked it more. Like, that's cool. Like, and I totally agree with Nemo. If the martial arts was better, it was more like, I think they're supposed to each be about 17. I kind of like this idea, like, they're on their own. They're, they were supposed to be 17. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh my that, God. Okay, so now I'm getting it, like, really child welfare where where are they at like what's going on right now this is new los angeles (laughs) like where's the guardian ad litem like i'm really concerned about these kids we saw the satori head she's eternally with us yeah she's (laughs) obi-wan kenobi like she's floating around somewhere but at the same time she's like taking care of these kids but also putting them in like fight pits to do they win money like what's going on like maybe yeah like what's happening i I think no because i think (laughs) they're not very good i think i think it was noted with the first karate match that damn it like you keep sabotaging what we're doing and we're never winning any of these matches well you know we go home to our weird playhouse they keep getting reported to child protective services but child protective services are all in the clown gang at night so maybe they're tired during the day well nemo maybe that's why there was a wanted for them that they're just Minors. Yeah, they're not yeah. wanted for crimes. They're just like these are children in danger. Like, <laughs> these are minors. We need to give these. They, and they're in some kind of karate <laughs> ring. <laughs> that's that's where I want Cobra Kai, the show, to go. Just underground karate fighting. Yeah, I was I was in the middle watching this, and my daughter popped in, and she's like, "Is this like a really bad version of Cobra Kai?" I'm like, "I don't know. I don't know what this is." So we're watching it together. My last note on this is chicken scratch. As just like a really final note. Um, and I was like, why did I write Batman? And I was like, oh my God. What I didn't know is one of the writers of this movie is Paul Dini. And he is super known for pretty much anything animated that's Batman. Like the Batman animated series, like all of the notable ones are written by Paul Dini. I was like, oh my God, like this guy wrote this movie. Like I am sure the script has to be somewhat different or this was just like gun to head. You have two hours, <laughs> make a script. <laughs> Hey, Batman, dude, write me a script on Double Dragon. I'm like, okay, sir. <laughs> yeah, that, that was super weird. Um, wow. I am. I guess I'm the only one in Rabbit Troop Sucks that somewhat likes this movie. Like, and I'm not defending it. Like, I'm not planning to go back and watch it. I just, 3.5 or whatever the three point whatever is, I think it's super harsh uh, in, in what this is. There is enough fun in this movie, as I said, with the Vanna White and George Hamilton news skits. And there's a couple other things that at least make me feel entertained in this. Like, I will say I thought this movie was much more composed than Crime Wave. Everything <laughs> is more composed than Crime Wave. So, and I think, like, I, I just want to make a comparison. So let's let's look up on IMDb, Crime Wave versus Double Dragon. So Crime Wave has a... 7.3. Mm-hmm. I have a 5.6. Really? On, on IMDb. Where are you at? Wait, uh, Crime Wave? Yeah, one word. 50, oh... Maybe I put it Yeah, it's a 5.6 where Double Dragon is something. Wait, I put Crime crime Wave in and it's a song on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. so this is a 3.8. So that's really my defense. Like, I just feel this is probably the better of the two movies. And it's so hard for me to say as someone who really loves Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell. But Mm. um, this, I mean, whatever. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I think the one takeaway from this is I don't know much that Scott Wolf did after this. He's definitely been in some movies. As we said, uh, Mark went on and does Iron Chef. Alyssa Milano, thank God you went on to do Charmed and other better things. Um, just you're a much better actor and should not be in a film like this. And yeah. So uh, thinking about going to future hunky boy smoke show movies, Nemo, do you have any movies that we should revisit? I mean, we talked about Ninja Assassin, but there, is there any movie that are like, yeah, this is an overlooked or weird movie we should totally do on this podcast? Uh, no, I think I'd leave that to y'all. Okay. And I will join to watch as needed. But yeah, Ninja Assassin is, some, is one that I would, I would be willing to rewatch again uh, and go from there. But other than that, I don't know. We'll, f- we'll, f- we'll find some hunky boy what smoke a, show. What about, what about Tears of a Ninja or whatever? Yeah. Whatever the, the fuck that movie Mike and I watched like a sequel to a movie that we never saw the first of, which was amazing. Uh, and then, as I said, there's I looked up just a couple notable ninja films and there's a ton on Tubi. So, yeah, we could find uh, a bunch of these. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, Nemo, thanks thanks for joining us on Rabbit Troop Sucks. Yeah. Hopefully you had fun. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yay! Was, yay. All of us, uh, you know, could be reached at rabbittroopsuckspodcast at gmail.com or you could go to rabbittroopsucks.com. You could visit us on Instagram. You could visit us on Facebook and join our group. Uh, contact us if you think there's a movie we should watch. Contact us if you have any questions. Contact us if you're a hunky boy smoke show and you want to get to know Nemo because... Uh, we'll, we'll make you a guest. It'll be like audition. We'll audition you from afar and radio in. And if you answer questions correctly, then you maybe could meet Nemo. Um, there'll be a whole screening process. Perfect. (laughs) I will be there for that. (laughs) See y'all there. Awesome. Well, as always, rabbit troop sucks. Woo.